Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, podcast listeners. Thanks so much as always, and thank you from our friends at the Morgan Law Group. Dedicated solely to uh, making sure you're not going to get screwed by the insurance companies. That's right. Now, they may not use that language, but I did. They'll document any actions of bad faith by the insurer, and uh, they'll protect your rights and hold the insurance company accountable. That's a good thing. They're not Morgan & Morgan. they got offices throughout the state of Florida. If you file a claim and you don't get back what you think you should, it's not over there. Call the Morgan Law Group. They'll go out and fight for you. Storms, hurricanes, roof damage, lightning, mold, fires, boats, sinkholes, you name it. Give a call today, 888-904-2524, or go to policyadvocate.com. On with Seminole Headlines. It's time for Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, featuring ESPN Tallahassee's Jeff Cameron, Warchant.com's managing editor, Ira Chauffel, and senior writer, Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, pistols and pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, the Seminole Headlines, 97.9 ESPN Radio, brought to you by our friends at Birch Orthodontics. Yay, Heather Birch and staff. They do a great job. My kids go there. I was kids went there. You can go there, too, and get the very best in orthodontic care. Birch Orthodontics, birchorthodontics.com. She's a massive Florida State supporter and fan, and probably nobody more excited than her to see football. She's also jaded. Yeah. And most of the time doesn't trust that this team's going to be any good. But Ira, I think when you talked to her last and when I talked to her last, which was really recently, I think she's uh, I think she's pumped about the season. I mean, more so than she's been in the last four years. There's some trust issues there. There's some trust issues there, just like with a lot of FSU fans. I'm yeah. sure right now a lot of FSU fans are thinking, I can relate. And, uh, yeah, she's just like you. But, uh, yeah, virtualorthodox.com is the website, and you can get a free consultation. they got payment plans. Best orthodontic care in the universe. We've expanded. We've we've checked it out. It's the entire universe. Universe. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. There's a lot of good orthodontics. I mean, in other solar systems. Right. But you're saying she's still the best. Entire universe. Okay. Great. So you can prove me wrong. <laughs> Marlon writes. All right, boys. It's game week. Who knew we would get here? Thanks for a great off season, but the toughest one yet. Quick question, band or no band in the stands, and are we going to be allowed to bump the war chant through the speakers at Mickey Andrews Stadium? <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> love, go. Love the show. Go Knowles. No COVID. Um, half the band will be there. They are not going to play a halftime show, Marlon. Uh, they will be in the stands, spread out half of them, uh, but uh, you, you'll hear them in the stands. And then the second part of that question was, are we piping allowed to- it, Piping in the warship. They're not going to do any piping in of noise, apparently, from what we heard. 
the uh, some stadiums are going to pipe in crowd noise when the other team's got the ball, different things uh, to increase the environment or improve the environment. Florida State is saying they're not going to do that, at least for the game one. So we'll see. Well, I think that's stupid. Hey. I think, oh, I think I think they ought to pipe in noise, and I think they ought to blare the war chant as frequently as possible. Well, they got the band to do that. They can do that on their own. Yeah, I guess. The hey, lines, compared to compared to the last few years where the band barely ever got to play, that's true. I think I'll, I'll take this. We'll see okay. how it goes. Nathaniel writes, howdy, you bunch of sausage slingers. See, I told you. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Great to see the register sponsorship as they do make some fine smoked sausages out here in the panhandle. Thoughts yeah. on Warren grabbing a starting wide receiver spot? Seems a great and recently unexpected sign for a kid with an elite potential. By the way, I'm with Jeff slash his boys. There's nothing as liberating as relieving one's male self outside in the yard, your yard, wherever you damn well please. <laughs> one reason why dogs are always so happy. Let the boys be boys. And then he said that to my wife. He said, Christy, let the boys be boys. I, Corey, you missed this. I talk about peeing off my deck in the backyard all the time, much to my wife's chagrin. And my boys have taken, uh, uh, you know, solace and they do the same but i only do it at night we don't do it during sure, the daytime sure. when somebody can see you over but my wife really hates that we do that it pisses her off and so that's no what intended yeah that's what that's what nathaniel's referencing there but uh we all do that right that's part of growing that's part of being a man it's part of growing up right but when i was a kid not a kid when i was a teenager um i was so lazy that i didn't want to go to the bathroom that was 35 feet away so yeah. I would go to the door that was eight feet away, yeah. but I wouldn't go all the way outside. You just so kind of whip around the corner. I would lean out the, the screen door and pee oh. so I could still watch the game. Oh, buddy. that's Even not- when my friends were hanging out, I would be oh. hanging half outside, but I could still turn my head to pee. No. And then I ended up killing two of my mom's azalea bushes. <laughs> So here's here's a, what we've learned here is that you guys lived in the suburbs because in Miami you don't have there's people right on top of you like the, no, the people that's live why you don't store, live in you shouldn't live in Miami correct. and yeah. so yeah you didn't have the freedom to just whip it out wherever you wanted at, yeah. out your window and just yeah. start peeing you'd be peeing on your neighbor so yeah. that's but, me it's life in the suburbs uh, Ira you no longer live in such squalor you can uh, yeah. go outside and do what you got to do sir. It's not he's how peeing I was on raised. a bag of cocaine in Miami. He's spraying everywhere. You're going to hit some cocaine. Gator Kirk writes, good day, three amigos. Really love all that you do. You all provide great insight on a variety of topics and many laughs each week. Looking forward to Saturday. Go Knowles. Well, thank you, Gator Kirk. That's not a question at all. It's just a fine compliment, but we appreciate it. Well, I always you. ask for compliments, too, in the, in the okay, question. Well, there's that. Willie writes, oh, this is a Seymour, boys. This is a Seymour. Game week, fellas. I'm trying to stay calm, but it's tough when the players are pumped about packages and Norvell says he has plans at every situation, especially when the last guy literally said, I don't know how to prepare to play in the rain. Tell me I need to pump the brakes. Yeah, no, be optimistic. Be optimistic. I, I would I would throw some caution in there just because you're talking about a roster that's 18 and 20 in three years. Uh, they're not going to be an incredible football team this year. But be optimistic that you 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 got a a really good head football coach. We'll see if it's true. But go ahead and go into the season thinking you do. No, I think they do. I mean, you know, you know there's no guarantees that a coach and players are going to mesh perfectly. There's no guarantee that circumstances aren't going to affect you. There have been coaches who've been real successful in one place and not been real successful in another place. But in terms of like what you want in a head coach, man, it's Mike Norvell is pretty much what you want, what you want. Now, what is funny 
is I was watching Georgia Tech's coordinator speak this past week, and Jeff Collins obviously has a good reputation, but I was listening to their coordinator speak, and I was like, we are grading this staff on a curve based on what we saw these last couple of years and what we heard these last couple of years. Georgia Tech's coordinators seem real impressive too. And I think the case is probably on a lot of Power 5 coaching staffs, we'd be impressed <laughs> with the coaches. It's just what we're coming off of right now. I, I get the vibe you're giving off there. I, I see. I, <laughs> well, yeah. So not only that, but the, the previous staff, the previous staff before that, we never talked to them at all. Yeah. So it's the first time we've talked to coordinators that uh, since when? Since Jimbo Jeff, was a coordinator? Jeff Bowden and in, uh, in the game. Yeah, that that have been a, that have been like overly impressive was probably Jimbo in 07 to 09. I mean, like we 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 liked Randy Sanders. I mean, I think he's yeah. A we just didn't guy. get to talk to him. We never got to talk to him, and he was always, I think, a little bit cautious of what he could say because he wasn't. I mean, he was offensive coordinator name only. So it's just a different. It's a different dynamic. It is a different dynamic, and it is an impressive staff. And these coaches individually are very, very impressive. I think collectively they're all pulling in the same direction. You seem to think that you know they like working for Mike Norvell. That that's helpful. It's yeah. nice to see yeah. that. We've we've dealt with a lot of coaches who didn't appear to like the guy they were working for. And I think you've got guys that are. Uh, I've said this about Wake Up War Chant, but they're upwardly mobile, and they're they're star. I think they could be stars in the coaching profession, unlike the last few staffs where the coaches wouldn't even take them with them. You know, Jimbo didn't take but two guys from that staff, and none of the other guys got any – like, who was the last Florida State assistant? Was it Jeremy Pruitt that, like, really upped his stock and is now a head coach? Walt Bell doesn't count. Like, none of these none of these assistants have, have climbed the ladder at all. Well, we're not going to ignore Randy Sanders – uh, at East Tennessee State, at, Etsu, ETSU, yeah, yeah. Florida State to Etsu. Sorry, you don't, you don't you don't pee on ETSU, buddy. You may pee out your screen door, but we don't pee on ETSU. <laughs> exactly. so, that's how that fair. works. That's fair. I, I'll have to inter- I'll have to interject at that point. Um, Tom writes: If every Noel can muster up the strength to drink five plus beers at the stadium this Saturday, we can make up for the twenty five percent attendance and save the school's budget. My wife's only good for two or three, so I've been training this offseason to make sure I drink <laughs> seven or eight. Fair. Come on, Bulls, you got to do your part Saturday. I like that Tom's willing to sacrifice, knowing that his wife can only drink a couple. He'll have to pick up the slack and drink maybe three or four more. That's the spirit. That's the unconquered spirit, really. That's, well, that's what it's all about. That's like the days when we I was begging on the air for us to be able to buy $10 Cokes and $15 hamburgers to muster up the money to get Jeff Bowden out of here. Yeah, and, and you know, do, everybody's got to do their part. Yeah, so that's, that's in the same spirit, Tom. We're just sacrificing for all that's good with Florida State. So they're selling beer? Yeah. Yeah, in the stands. Yep. Oh, and you can sure. drink it in the stands, my man. You don't have to pretend like, you know, you're doing something illegal. You can walk right back boldly to your seat and drink it for all the world to see. Hey, so there's been a positive sign of COVID. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's yes. something positives come out of COVID. They let you drink beer and watch a football game at the same time. Well, there there may be two things that are positive for this weekend. A, if I wanted to sit in the stands this weekend, my father is coming. To, by the way, my dad, guys, is coming to the game. He is okay. going to the game. Nice. Okay. Yeah, he'll be there. Uh, if you guys want to take pictures with my dad, uh, maybe share a beverage or something. I think he's up for it this weekend. We can't tailgate with him, though. We'll have we to do it. We can't tailgate with him, but maybe we'll meet up with Secret Society or something. We can all get okay. together with my dad you guys can pretend for a little while enrich yourself feel good and then 
when my dad and I go sit in the stands together, we won't be next to some sweaty a-hole I've never met before who's making a fool out of himself because they can't sit next to me. That is nice. And Another- you think you think your dad, like, again, like, if I ask him, like, if I just start bringing up old memories from when I was a kid and he used to take me to the park to – well, he yeah. just go along with it. Play along. Well, you know, the good thing you have going for you, Corey won't have this going for him. Even though my dad currently lives in Georgia, Corey, and he knows every city and county there. Oh, that's I, right. He's a Miami guy. So he moved from Pennsylvania when he was nine down to Miami. Uh, he went to, you know, Hialeah High, and my mom went to Edison. And so, you know, they know the area. My dad lived in Hialeah. So if you want you want to talk about poverty, he knows what it is to be in Hialeah. And when, and just make sure he understands that when Ira says – uh, hey, Dad, let's talk about the times you took me to the park. He really means the track. The track. <laughs> yeah, that's what Ira means. So your dad needs to talk about horse racing. Hey, well, my, I do. Dad, my dad has extensive knowledge about horse racing when he Ira. When he worked I feel like this is a match. No, I mean, this is a match. We've got a match. This is match.com. <laughs> hey, Ira, Ira, you're going to be blown away by this. My dad can give you the entire history of horse racing. His boss, when he first got down to Miami, the first job he had was working for uh, a Cuban man who he loves to this day, he's since passed, uh, who who went to the track every afternoon and made my dad watch over the furniture store in case that guy's wife came by. My dad could tell her he was on a delivery. He was really at the track (laughs) betting on the horses. So there you go. And and Hialeah track was awesome back in the day. It's it's, uh, falling on tough times. Um, Yeah, the other thing about... That, that experience, though, is like I think he – well, the other thing, he would know that you can't just pee out your door. Growing up in Miami, yeah. he could vouch for that. He'd be like, can't happen. Can't happen. So, Man, I would do anything out my door. <laughs> That's suburb life, baby. <laughs> Seminole Headlines on 97.9 ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Or headliner question, Wade writes, uh, love listening to the show, guys. In all seriousness, I'm sure the future has been sketchy for most sports commentators because of the uncertainty of COVID. If you had to do something else to pay the bills, what would it be? Ira, what would you do? So I've given this some thought over the last six months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, the 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 the, the quick uh, – I think the first re- reaction would be just anything, anything that brought in the paycheck. Uh, I'd be willing to do anything. I will say this, man. This uh, past week, we're having some work done at the house and uh, had a guy come, his, him and his crew come out and do some masonry, laying some concrete. You want to be getting, a mason? What? I'm not saying I want to be a mason. What I'm saying is, and I don't think I'm, I, I'm cut out for that kind of work, but what I wouldn't say is this. Getting a trade would be pretty cool. Like if, if, if yes. you know, yes. like everybody just... It's you gotta go to college, you gotta get a degree, you gotta go be a professional. Having a trade would be really awesome. Well, first of all, trades have survived COVID and surged in popularity and success. Those oh, are these guys. Are- I've been waiting for three months for them to come yeah, out. Th- th- these things don't go away. You still have things that break at your house, and when that happens, you need people that can come fix it. Because I sure as hell can't. And those people who are really good at plumbing or roofing or masonry or welding or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, man, they're making a lot of money. They're doing just fine for themselves. Corey, what would you do? Yeah, probably a plumber. That's not true. I don't. I, re- uh, I, I don't know. I, the first instinct is always to teach slash coach. Yep. But I'm not getting up that early, would, and I don't want to be around those snotty kids. Would uh, so, would, would Shane hire you on his crew? 
No, and I got I got like three friends up in Atlanta that kind of all do similar stuff, and no, they would not hire me. They're smarter than that. <laughs> I would offer to be like one of the guys that runs the crew. I mean, I can go tell people <laughs> what to do, and I'll leadership role into a manager. Yeah. Role. I see, yeah, yeah. and I'll pick you up in a few hours, but I want it done. Yeah. Guys, we got somewhere else to be. This is a 90-minute job. I'm going to be back in 90 minutes. So I better be ready to go. See, I'm I can do that. On Netflix, when it ends, yeah. I'm on my way over here. To I got two episodes left. Yeah. I got two episodes left. They're about 50 minutes each. I'll be back, and you better be done. And have that and have that door open, because I got to take a leak when I get back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, before I did this job, Wade, I was a counselor. Uh, for kids, I love kids, especially kids who've had a crappy life, try to help them out. Uh, so I might fall back into something like that. I don't know. I also love coaching. I did do some coaching for a while, way back in the mid nineties. So maybe, maybe I would try to figure out that direction, I guess, uh, be an advocate for kids who've had a, a, a tough go. Uh, Zach writes, I'm going to change my answer to that. I'll, I'll, I'll do that with Jeff. Okay. <laughs> we'll start a counseling firm together. There you go. Zach writes thoughts on Maurice Smith winning the center job. If Babion were to make it to the next level, is he considered more of a guard anyways? Or is Brady Scott trash and Babion is just our best option at the moment? Well, Zach, I want to take this moment. This is a teaching lesson here. We don't refer to other human beings as trash. Uh, my kids sometimes do this because it's the parlance of the time. Yeah. Don't do that, kids. Stop referring to people as trash. They're people. Now, he may not be any good. You can say he sucks even, but he's not trash. Just go that route. Secondly. What about garbage? No, can't do it. Yeah, refuse. I think garbage is a little less harsh no, for some I, reason than trash. It's bad. Stop doing that. Um, but I feel like I feel like this is another moment of personal growth because I don't know that the Jeff Cameron of 2014 or 2012 or 2008. I never said anybody was trash on the air. Garbage? I don't know, man. I said that was a garbage effort. No, come on, buddy. No, I said it's a garbage team. You I, never I can look at your face and tell that you don't believe what you're saying. <laughs> said things that are worse in the eyes of many but i don't think i ever said a person was well i mean i've called certain people trash that i thought were trash but i'll just offhandedly call and reference people as trash because they're not good they earn it they earn that trash moniker you've got to you've got to prove that you're like a bad dude like a bad human being yeah if i called saddam hussein walking trash i don't regret that but if i say that a player who just sucks at Playing the game is trash. That's 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 regrettable. Don't do that. Don't do it. Okay. You I'm say, with you. Hey, you I'm with say, you. You can say he sucks. He, I'm with he, you. I'm with you on this walk. I'm just saying, I think we maybe we've seen some personal growth here. Is all I'm saying. But Sorry. back to his question, uh, baby on uh, you know, I think there's a chance he'll be a lot better at guard than he was at center. Sem- snapping certainly wasn't his forte. Um and Which so, is you're a center. It is. And so, uh, and I think Maurice Smith, I mean, the way they talk about him is athletic ability and uh, quickness, I think is going to be important. That, that's one thing you watch when you watch them play at Memphis, um, you know, their linemen are hustling. I mean, it, it isn't just playing within a, like a three foot square area going hand to hand combat. I mean, they're, they're on the move. There's a lot of misdirection. Uh, they'll pull a lot. So um so I think it's a it's a it's a positive in both of those ways. And Brady Scott, I mean, I think it's a nice luxury to have a guy who could back up four different spots. I mean, I think he'll play a lot. Um, I just don't think he gives you one of your your best five. Well, because he's trash. <laughs> but seriously, with Brady Scott, man, it's like no, he's not a good football player. Maybe he is now, but we've seen we have enough evidence the last two or three years to know he is not even a an average college football offensive lineman. So. 
it's good to have him as a backup, but hopefully these guys are better than Brady Scott. That's what Brady Scott wants. Brady Scott wants to make make sure these guys are better than Brady Scott. I like that. Alan writes, gentlemen, now that the season is near, serious questions. What is the race to number versus tech? Uh, I always say what's the race to in terms of total points. This week, I'm going to say that race is to 21. 21. I don't think they have to score any more than 21 points. I don't think Georgia Tech can get there. You're a mind reader. That's what I had in mind when you were, when you were Corey, saying what's, what's the race to, buddy? I was going to say 25, which is a, oh, it, uh, an odd football number, but that's what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> How many? You got you to top us is what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. of course. Well, it, we just dismissed Corey's number. How many college game day pieces about this tragic and historic year has Tom Rinaldi written oh. already? Wow. I mean, that's – he's going to have three segments every show. Like, I mean, you know. Yeah, at some point – yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see him raise the bar from just the run-of-the-mill COVID death to, you know, just the real – tragic covid deaths like well, you know, the you kid know, the kid who's had the kid who's had seven family members pass or something like well, that. well i think i think for him the starting line given his prowess in the in that arena is probably to find a kid playing college football who had both parents die of covid but then on his way to football practice was in a terrible car accident like that's the starting point right yeah there uh that kid's future obviously was- being shaped by tragedy in his own life but then that kid Injured in the car accident also killed somebody. That so, would be an awesome skit. Was like then like the producers oh, pitching him pitching him stories. Not, not oh yeah, they're like uh, yeah Tom. Uh, yeah, they'll be like Tom. Uh, yeah, Joe Smith from Georgia Tech. Uh, he actually battled COVID and he's overcome it, and uh, he's going to start on Saturday. And what is that it? <laughs> he just got COVID and he's starting. What about his parents? Is Where's the tragedy? Sir? Yeah. What's going on? Where are the yeah. deaths? No deaths. And he just crumples up the sheet of paper and throws it. Nope. Give me something else. Hits the hits the producer. Try again, Sparky. Walter writes, great show, gents. Now that Ira has declared his bandwagon status for the Miami Heat and will forever be known as the Bartman of Dade County due to their immediate exit from the playoffs, have either yes, Jeff. Have either Jeff or Corey publicly declared your fandom only to be slapped in the face with a quick exit by your quote unquote team? Go to Oles, FSU 35, Georgia Tech team uh, 10. I don't, I don't ever uh, listen. I'm a Pirates fan, Walter. You'll never be able to accuse me of, uh, you know, bandwagon fandom. I root for, uh, I, I'm a lifelong Bucks fan. So I know we had yeah. our moment. I mean, I know we had our moment and we won a Super Bowl. The Falcons never have, but. I mean, we, you know, listen, I've been through some tough, tough times. Um, so I don't hop on bandwagons and, and teams. And I, don't, that- I don't think you could – I'm not a bandwagon fan. I root for three professional sports teams. But my, my rooting interest, you know, peak or go down depending on how good they are. But I think that's normal. Like who would live and die with the Hawks of the last two years? <laughs> just, it's they, just go, they go 20 you, and 60 every year. I'm fine with it, man. It's just funny how you went from zero to 120. Well, I'm that like, was, I did. The, the Hawks had been uh, basically meaningless for 20 years since Dominique left. And then on. they got incredible for like a six week stretch. I so bought you, season tickets. Season tickets. 
jerseys. I mean, I got, no, I got the you, jackets. You had, I got I my mean, jackets, my <laughs> membership jackets. I got four of them. And then uh, they went right. They they peaked at sixty wins, and then what went right back down to forty seven wins. And then they drafted the wrong guy. And, and, and well, no, they drafted the right guy and traded him. They drafted Luca. That's yeah, true. That's true. He had him. He actually there's a there's a picture of Luca in a Hawks hat. Oh, that has to hurt even more. It's Jesus. rough. It's rough. And Trey Young's Trey Young's probably going to the Hall of Fame. He's not Luca. Uh, he hasn't guarded anybody. Not you. Not no. Me. I know that's but, an issue. That's an issue. He's growing up. Seminole Headlines on 97.9 ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Keeping it rolling. More questions. David writes, gentlemen and Jeff, great show. Thanks for getting us through these times. Still not sure the game's going to happen. I'll believe it when I see the ball kicked off. With all the changes we've seen from sports to life in general, what's one change you're happy to see? Zoom podcasts where you don't have to sit next to Corey, conference schedules, beer in the stands. I like the beers in the stands. The beer in the stands is a really big pickup for Florida State fans for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, like, what, Don't you think that like just everyday life, even when this is all over, like some business, some office buildings are going to be like, what are we doing? We can just work from home and do Zoom it's meetings all day. It's already happened. Yeah. Um, well, we're still in the middle of it, though. Like, once this is all behind us, I still think there are some businesses that will never go back to an office building. Yeah, some don't need the brick and mortar, and they were spending yeah. a lot of money on rent for a long time. But I also know that the more studies they do, the more we see that it's actually not all that healthy to never interact with people. <laughs> well, that's why, no that's, about that. that's why yeah. we have Zoom. We're interacting <laughs> right now. I don't need to hug you. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about that. But I, one, the one positive, like on a day to day, and it's not, it's kind of trivial, but it's, it is uh, something you see it is the time you save tr- driving around town. You know, like just yesterday when we did the War Chant report, normally we have to drive to Southwood. Yeah, drive way the hell out to Gene's house in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Southwood, where he's got a studio, which is, I mean, that's a haul back and forth in the <laughs> middle of the day. Yeah. So we, did, we didn't have to do that. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of things where you, you just save that commuting time uh, is helpful. But um, And also, you know, like now when I have to cough while we're doing this show or clear my throat, I can just hit that mute button. Well, I think you had a mute button in the station, but we. Well, know. it didn't work. It was by my feet. Who knows how to do stuff like that? Hey, I'm, not, I'm not a drummer. Hey, Jim Lamar, our buddy Jim Lamar, had an uh, interesting point the other day. He's thinking he hasn't had a cold or an allergy or anything really since all this started. Even when we get the all clear, if we get the all clear. He's never coming back to society? Well, no, he's going to come back to society, but he's, he's going to be sporting the mask. If he goes into a store, he's thinking he's just... about sticking with the mask. Yeah. Which, I don't know, man. Like, I kind of want to say that's crazy, but yeah. I'm, uh, it's I not crazy. I, yeah. all, of you, all of you can keep wearing them. That's good. I'd like that. A- anybody yeah. around me can keep wearing them. Especially <laughs> if you feel like you might be get coming down with something. Yeah. Put on a mask. Yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, I will say when Jim came out to do his saintly duties of delivering my uh, my green tea that I couldn't find there for a yeah. while, when he pulled into the driveway late at night on a Saturday at like 930 at night, uh, which, A, he was dead sober. This is a different Jim Lamar on a Saturday night. <laughs> um, and, and, B, he uh, he's dedicated to walking long distances yeah. along the Greenway and all that. So he hands me the team. We're having a conversation. We're both shocked that neither one of us have had a drop of alcohol on a Saturday at 9 because that doesn't happen between the two of us usually. And there we were. 
Uh, and, and then C, he said to me earnestly, I really rather like this. I don't care if I see people, and I hope we don't ever come back. I said, okay. <laughs> yeah, Some I people mean, are I... right in their wheelhouse, man. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, Joe writes, ah, it's finally here, the chill in the air. Well, let's not get crazy, Joe. The meat on the smoker and the oft-heard notes of seminal wind echoing through the air. <laughs> Just want to say thank you for keeping us entertained during a ridiculously crazy offseason. Cheers to you boys. Go Knowles. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, uh, Joe. I want to address something here. It's not a question, but Joe mentioned the chill in the air. There's not a chill in the air, but... This morning, man, it wasn't... Uh, it uh, wasn't uh, uh, this morning. There. This morning, I got up at 5. Ugh. And I thought of Corey. I almost texted you, Corey, just to say you good did, morning. You did text us at like 5.30 or something. No, I texted you. It was like 6.45 at that point. No, I got to like 6.30, and that text had already been sitting there okay, marinating. 6.20 then. It must have just been sitting there. You guys can pull it up on your phones. Pull it up. I'm and about tell to. Me. What time did I text you? It was, It was. I think it was before 6.30, man. Six, 6.44. Oh, what? so I said six forty-five. I'm pretty damn close. You were right uh, there. Yeah, I don't know what Je- I don't know what Ira's talking about. I don't about. know what Ira's doing either. Ira yeah. got up later than he thought. But here's so here's here's what happened. So I, I got up this morning. Yeah, I waited as long as I could, an hour and forty-five minutes before I texted. I was trying to be polite. <laughs> so I went outside. To your point, Ira, uh, that's what I do. I wander the neighborhood at five. And uh, you, when you when you go pee in the neighborhood, you actually go out the door. I you go out the door. I walk around. I pee in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> pee on the neighbor's house. Laying down my scent. So, you know, <laughs> so I walked around the yards, uh, various yards, people's houses, just to see if they have dogs. I, uh, you, pee, you peek in the windows, right? Yeah, Typically yeah, around yeah. 530, just, just see what's going just, on in there? It's my morning ritual, Corey. That's all. It's my morning ritual. There's and, something calming. I've always thought that there's just something calming about watching other people sleep through a window. Yeah. <laughs> Or or start to wake and start their day. You think, oh yeah, I like to see him get a little rustly, and then I dart, I dart out of sight. Start her day. She probably wouldn't like it if I she knew I was looking at her, but she doesn't. Good for her. So yes, he's like just like oh George is sleeping late today. Let me tap on the window. Yeah, Yeah, let me get a little rap at the rap at the window. Let's get with the life, George. What are we doing here? That's why we go to bed at a reasonable hour. So I uh, no, I, I got up, I went outside, I wandered around a little bit, and as I did. Not once, but twice, a breeze came wafting through, hit me in the side of the face, and it caused me to pause and look around as if to say, is that a football wind? But it was a seminal wind. It was gone just before I got a chance to really wrap my mind around what I was feeling. So it was fleeting. It's trying. It's It's trying. trying. It's coming. It's coming, though. It's trying its best. It'll be here in uh, about two weeks, I think. It'll be here in November, boys. Blow, seminal wind. Uh, blow like you're never gonna blow again. Greg writes, what time, What does Primetime know or think he knows to allow his son to go to FAU? Well, Greg, his son's not good enough. Well, they, they're gonna, they told me he could play quarterback. He's going to have to beat out Willie Taggart Jr., so good luck. Yeah. But one of them's going to be playing quarterback. Uh, Ryan writes, hello, Red Russian, Salt and Pepper, and Sweet Pea. Any surprises from the depth charts? Also, Jeff, I know you don't like superhero stuff, but have you watched any episodes of The Boys since you do like very dark shows? I watched The Boys, and it's awesome. You would like it a lot. It is incredibly dark. It has superhero stuff, but not in the way that you think. Right. Well, I liked the movie. Uh, What was the movie that was so dark with the superheroes way back in the day? Uh, Superman? uh, 
Oh, Jesus, I can't think of the name of it now, but it was good. It's got the smiley face with the blood trickling down, um, and it had Warshack and all these different characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, that The Watchmen. Dead, yeah, Watchmen the was Watchmen. Great. But that show on HBO, The I Watchmen on HBO, oh, you did, it's great. That's it's a great fantastic. show. It was so this is this is like that. It's very, very dark. Yeah. But it, it's funny. It's like a dark comedy with okay. some superhero right. stuff in it. It's good. Sure, and, I'll, but I'll don't let children watch it. Don't let children watch it. Okay, good. I'll watch it. Um, and I did love The Watchmen, both the movie and the TV show. Regina King was awesome in that. Yeah, she was. Nelson writes, hey, fellas, which freshman do you think will make the biggest impact in week one and which will make the biggest impact by the end of the season? And then he thanks us for doing the show. Thanks, Nelson. Appreciate that. Ira, uh, freshman you think will make the biggest impact in week one and by the end of the season? Where Do we count redshirt freshman or no? I sure. think true freshman. True freshman. Oh, okay. Yeah, first-year guys. Um, off the top of my head, I would say I'll go with um, mm, Chuba. Mm, no, nope. not the first week. Um, well, he said they're for I mean, the rest of the season. Well, he That's did the both. Of the season, maybe, huh? Um, yeah, I would. Say, you know, maybe Jakai Douglas. I think Jakai Douglas or Corey Ram, one of those freshman running backs, might get some action uh, out of the I'm, backfield. I'm going to go Stephen Dix Jr. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a better one. I'm going to go with one of the linemen, offensive linemen. They keep mentioning those guys. They're on the depth chart. I think they're going to be part of the rotation. And uh, I think if you can get one of those guys to be a, hot, a solid part of your rotation, that's going to be a big deal moving forward. So I'm going to say Robert Scott, but only because I'm not sure what Schrader's first name is. Thomas. There you go. <laughs> T-Schrade. So uh, I'm going to say Robert Scott, though, uh, ahead of T-Schrade. Those aren't bad, but I'm, I'm changing my pick to, court, uh, to what Jeff said. Stephen Dick yeah. Jr. I, I had okay. the right answer, as usual. Jason writes, with the reduced capacity in Doak, Seminole Headline Stadium this year, Doak spanks Seminole Headline Stadium this year, will they be recalibrating the Spirit Spear? Beer in the stands surely helps, but it will be a struggle for 10,000 fans to scream like it's 80. Uh, no, man, uh, that, that the spear and, and all that, uh, yeah, way- that's, I mean, that's, that's manually operated though. So yeah, they'll, when it's third down and 14,000 people are standing up trying to be as loud as they can, I think they'll have it on full, but you gotta, you gotta recalibrate. Otherwise it's never going to get above like three. That's true. That's true. We'll come back, wrap it up momentarily. Hang on. Seminal headlines. will take a breather. More next Seminal headlines presented by capital city bank returns now on 97.9 ESPN radio. Final segment. Let's get to some more headliner questions. Uh, Michael Wright, gentle Jeff, hardcore and shuffle Do the moves on the O line show ingenuity on the coaching staff's part and belief in these freshmen, or are we just a rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic? Maybe a little bit of both. I well, some of the deck chairs are new, at least. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not just like you're moving guys to different positions. I mean, a lot of these guys weren't even uh, in the equation before. And I think, um, you know, I think Maurice Smith, I, I like what we saw of him last year. And, and I, we heard a lot about him in practice last year before they started playing and how much the former staff liked him. This staff clearly likes him, so I think he'll be a positive. Um, Baby on the guards, I think, is a, is a, is a – an improvement over Brady Scott at guard. Um, I think the Demonte Love Taylor at right tackle is going to be better than Ryan Roberts. I think Darius Washington is going to be better than what they had at left tackle. Now this is all on a curve based on yeah. from how bad they were, but I do think they're going to be better. I don't, you know. You couldn't have been any worse than the uh, the, the one tackle. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of addition by subtraction on the offensive line. I, I feel like Darius Washington. There's a good chance 
on most plays, he's going to make contact with the guy he's trying to block. This is uh, to the point of expectations, boys. Jeff writes, how long are we going to be referring to games against teams with significantly less talent, coin flip games? The Pittsburghs of the world, Louisville, North Carolina, ought not be considered 50-50 games. That's fair. Fair point. Well, yeah, hopefully uh, just another year or two, and then you'll be I mean, dominating the likes of those teams again. I mean, that's the point Corey made, like, because I, I said a bunch of games in the middle, or it's a tough stretch because they're, they're all competently coached decent ACC teams. And I think that's having a bunch of those in a row is difficult. But Corey was like, man, you should never consider those teams as a, you know, a big challenge for Florida State. I agree. But, but, but it's where we are. Yeah. 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 We're not in denial. It's just, it's hard to, it's hard to admit, but it's real. Uh, Tony writes, greetings this game week to you, Silver Fox, Hardcore and Big Daddy J. Number one, can we get an hour number two if we get nine wins this season? Corey? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that that's definitely earned. All right. Number two, will Osceola and Renegade be able to hit the field to plant the spear for home games? Yes. Three, if we had only Is one Is Renegade going to have a mask on? I don't know. Three, okay. if we had only one scholarship left, would you rather use it on a five-star left tackle or a five-star quarterback? Oof. Quarterback. Oof. Yeah, probably. Yeah, going to give me Jameis, I'm going I'm to take Jameis, yeah. If he's mobile, that's a, a little bonus with that other line. Jason writes, our number one is a true sausage fest with the new sponsor. Nicely done. My question, Clemson is favored by 33 points against Wake Forest at Wake this weekend. Will FSU be bigger home dogs when Clemson comes down here in November? No. No, that'll be, uh, I think it might be about 22. I think it's going to be a 22 I spread. Agree, Corey, I agree. Yeah. Could be seventeen by then, boys. Well, it could, could be, be a pick'em. Could, it could be a pick'em. <laughs> could be one of those coin flip games we're referring <laughs> yeah, to. We've you been talking know. about. Right? Yeah, you never know. Uh, Joel writes. Do you think this staff is still together in 2022? If not, who's the first to move on? Uh, no, this staff will not be still together in 2022. Guys, name the coach that leaves or coaches. I mean, I think there's a lot of options. I mean, I think yeah, Adam, isn't that a good Adam thing Ford. to have? What a yeah. problem that is to have. The I, my the first thought was Atkins or Dillingham, but then you also have Fuller. You have Marv. Uh, what I mean, what's I mean, they're all they're, they're Thompson. They all could go on to uh, David better Thompson. paying jobs yeah. and greener pastures. Which man, wouldn't that be cool if other schools wanted your assistance? Wouldn't crazy. that be a great sign? Yep. Yes, it would be. Charlie writes, which type of midlife crisis behavior will Corey engage in after getting hat to pay? Uh, two pay rush, two pay rush. He says it's going to be a life changer for you. It Wait, might you know, be. It's yeah. well, no, it's not going to be a two pay. We we did some research. Apparently, to get a two pay, you have to have some hair because it glues onto the hair that you do have already. Stephanie did some research. There, there are people all around town who beg to differ, Corey. I see them everywhere. No, they, they have, they have, they they have the hair, like the ring at least that can tape to the ring of hair. I don't have any hair, so I'm getting a wig. You can grow your ring. No, but I'm not. I'm going I'm to get a wig. I'm going to get a wig, and we'll see what it looks like. But I have a feeling it's going to look really, really good. And then we'll see what happens after that. I'm going to take it out on the town that night and just probably just sit at a corner somewhere at a, at a local establishment and just see, just see how they flock. Yeah. Just see how they flock to Corey with hair. Charlie, Charlie wanted you to know, Corey, that he thought your midlife crisis toupee rush would be either to buy a Mazda Miata, a boat, a boat you never use, or getting a tattoo. A ta- 
Yeah, I probably get a tattoo. So, you know, uh, one of the uh, the Asian symbols on my back. I like, I like that. that. Your whole back, and then maybe some barbed wire on the bicep. I was thinking the barbed wire on the bicep is what uh, I was Barbed wire on the bicep. The Asian tattoo on the back. I don't yeah, know. some yeah. sort of dragon somewhere too. Obviously, down, from down on your uh, down on your calf. Yeah, uh, you could yeah. get a tramp stamp, Corey, right there above your butt cheeks. He already, already got both. one of those. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, Ryan writes, fellas. I ask you all this question: When the senior member of the last staff, who shall remain nameless, took over, what does this team in Norvell do differently if they come out and get punched in the mouth and are down seventeen to seven early? Here's hoping they aren't boys. Go time for that ass. That is, I mean, that is one of the big questions. It's just, and it's not a reflection on this coaching staff. It's a reflection on what these kids have been through. They've, they've, they've trusted and believed in two or three different staffs now. And if things don't go well, you know, you just wonder if they have, if doubts kind of creep into their minds. Uh, you know, I was thinking about Jimbo, the game at Oklahoma, the difference there, because that was his second game as head coach, and they just went and got curb stomped. And that was a game that he thought they were actually going to win. So uh, you would think that that would have caused a lot of guys to question. The difference was he had three years in the program to to get those guys to see he knew what he was doing. Whereas Mike Norvell's, you know, this will be his first game. So so I do think that that's something you do have to watch, how they respond early if they get adversity. Real, real quick here, there's two I want to get to, and then we'll call it a day. Uh, I, I will say the one redeeming quality about the ass beating we took at Oklahoma was, A, I was there with my dad. And B, the weather could not have been any better for the kickoff of that game. How beautiful was it that day, guys? My Make dad, sure. my dad was there too. Awesome. He left. Go. He left at halftime to go to a local bar to to keep drinking. <laughs> when it was thirty-four to seven or whatever, he flew all that way and watched half a game. Did uh, you, and then passed away uh, ten months later, eleven months later. Ang- did you get angry at him about the uh, leaving of the stadium? Oh, I didn't know about it till afterwards. Oh, okay. So no, I, I was fine with it. Uh, today's his birthday, by the way. So happy well, uh, birthday God, to John Clark. You want to just add to me feeling terrible? I was happy, happy birthday, indeed. John. Yeah, happy birthday indeed. Yeah, you could, uh, we could all stinks. we could go we'll, uh, go do a shot of tequila this evening, maybe. There you go. Yeah, I might do that. I might do that. And if you're hey, if you're listening to this anywhere, do a shot of tequila for my for my old man. There you go. Whenever um, you're listening to this, yeah. And even if you're driving, if it's two in the morning when you listen to your podcast, if you're like Jeff and you walk around neighborhoods at five thirty in the morning, listen to shot, podcast. Shot, shot of tequila. Sean writes, bigger shock. We win by thirty five or lose by twenty. I'd say lose by twenty. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that would be that would be a shocker. Final question. Preston writes, happy game week, Jeff, Ira, and Corey. Uh, Corey won't listen to the question anyway, so I'm sure he won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm listening. I'm dialed in. <laughs> Over under prop bets for that ass. Here we go. James Blackman touchdowns, 2.5. Tamori and Terry receptions, 7.5. FSU offensive line sacks allowed, 3.5. FSU defensive sacks, six and a half. Total turnovers by both teams, five and a half. I can keep going. He's listed a lot. Do you want to tackle him? I'm going to say under to all those except the one in the middle I thought was over. The sacks allowed, I think, would be over. I'll go over on James Blackman, two and a half touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to go over James Blackman, two and a half touchdowns. I'm going to go under FSU defensive sacks at six and a half. Total turnovers by both teams at five and a half. I'm going to go under. What about Tamari and Terry? Tamari and Terry, seven and a half catches. I'll go under, under that. I'll go under that, too. He's going to have seven for a buck 28. 
Okay. Two, two scores. I like it. Yep. Two scores. Seven for a buck twenty-eight. It's game week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We made it. You think we made it? We think. Happy we think. Birthday, John. Happy birthday to your dad, there, Corey. We will have a shot tonight for him, and uh, you're probably gonna do one right now when we hang up. I know you got player interviews, so just try to be discreet. I will. And, I will. And yeah. then he's got to open that back door. That's yeah. true. And I've been holding it for a while. For for Ira and Corey, I'm Jeff. Uh, happy game week, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week where we'll have a game to freaking talk about. There you go. Peace. Seminal Headlines presented by Capital City Bank every Tuesday from 5 to 7 p.m. Get more from Jeff, Corey, and Ira via iTunes and in the 97.9 ESPN Radio Audio Vault. This has been a production of 97.9 ESPN Radio, Tallahassee Sports Monster.